Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where two black ass girls invade the whitest show on earth, The, the Bachelor. Bachelor. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. <laughs> and we just watched the latest episode. It was good. Par- yeah. It was Paris episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was definitely a good one. Yeah, City of Love. The City of Love. Yeah. Um, Crystal went home. Yes! <laughs> yes! Woo! Oh my god. Oh man. Oh. Uh, I couldn't do the voice anymore. Nope. I couldn't do it. Nope. I was like on the edge of a cliff about to just leap because I can't. <laughs> Her voice, this episode especially, it sounded more air, like. <sighs> no, she was swallowing more air. Even I don't know more what that was air. about. What is that? I don't That's know. That's not, it doesn't sound cute. Mm-mm. But yeah, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll get to that, guys. We'll yeah, get to sorry. the episode. <laughs> we gotta start off first. We gotta start off with some church announcements. It's church time. Yeah. What about your program? <laughs> uh, we got some emails from you guys. Yes. And we love getting your emails. Thank you so much. Keep them coming. Yes. Our first email is from Dylan, who yes. is a white female listener. Yes. So, Dylan, shout out to you. <laughs> shout for out listening. to Dylan, because we ain't make this shit for you. <laughs> But she listened anyway. So glad you're listening anyway, because we love to hear your perspective. She was happy that we brought up the whole thing with Caitlyn and CN. Mm-hmm. Caitlyn not seeing mm-hmm. the perspective and knowing that she just left race blatantly out of it. Right. And shout out to you, uh, Dylan, for even recognizing yeah. that. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then our second email was from 18-year-old, I believe her name is Nikki. Nikki B, maybe? Mm-hmm. Um, but she is 18 years old and all of her friends are engaged married or have a kid or two that's wild two babies she's in texas she's in texas yeah that is insane i'm 28 and i wouldn't know what to do with two kids no i don't Mm. have money to i barely we scrape by in this city (laughs) with our one selves Imagine oh having two God. other 
mouths to mouths two other dependents like i am really looking forward to having my multi-ran crackers and peanut butter for dinner <laughs> right <laughs> like that you i can't imagine kids. you have to make you have to make balanced meals yep. and shit mm-hmm. and she's saying at 18 some of her friends have two, two kids. kids this is nuts this is crazy it's a lot Ooh. Yeah. and she gave us some spoilers and some you know she was just so cute so thanks, Nikki. Thank you. Um, and then we got an email also from Alexis, mm-hmm. um, a subscriber. So thank you for subscribing, Alexis. Mm-hmm. Um, and she told us all about who she watched The Bachelor with and how happy she is that we recap. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. I like that part, though. Wait, because didn't what? she say she watches The Bachelor with, like, a mixed group of, like, guys and girls? Yes, guys and girls and mixed race, too. Mixed race. Right? And black. Yeah. How, first of all, how'd you find that many people who watch this? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> me I found you. Yeah. only people who I know this. of. Shit. So she got a whole viewing party every week. Yeah. Guys, girls, all kinds of races. That's cool. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but what'd she say? Anything oh, else? yeah. Um, But she told us some very disheartening news about Miss Weave. Mikel. Girl, we always praise her for her bundles, yeah. but she turned out to be a trifling asshole. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad she's trifling. Um, she dressed in black... Mm, Latin face? <laughs> Latin <laughs> poppy face? I don't know. Latin face of some sort, yeah. Um, but it's... A, and it's horribly done. It's just, it's just bad. And then she has two friends that are posing here, and she posted it on her Instagram like it's bad. <laughs> just I have no energy for this I know Mikkel she went home last week so like yeah, not whatever but it's just like the quintessential every Halloween we have to do this mm-hmm. where black people or people of color have to educate white people as to why you can't be dressing up as us <laughs> we are not costumes mm-hmm. so that's the first thing I wanted to say right second thing I wanted to say Mikkel you're going on a reality show clean up your social media we are looking for ways to paint your ass as racist. There are people, there are people of color who just exist to yeah. troll and go through your Instagram and shit mm-hmm. and find stuff to call your ass out on. And you have this big ass photo of you from Halloween, not that long ago. No. You know they like to paint. Oh, it was years ago. I've grown since then. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Up there dressing like what was she dressed as a Mexican? Uh, Someone yeah. who's Mexican. Mm-hmm. That's not a costume. And what, and she actually painted her face. Yeah, she did. She painted her face, her eyebrows, everything. Oh God, I just like can't even. I know. And then you have two friends who participated in this. Right. So you guys were out here just, I don't know. Just... It's horrific. It's horrific. Well, she went home last week, so. Yeah. See you never, Mikkel. Her bundles did look good. They did. They looked great. We, I will praise those bundles. Uh, oh well. Do better, Mikkel. Do better, all white people who still yeah. feel the need to just dress up as another a race. Culture. Yeah, Anybody. another culture on Any Halloween. Culture. Like, we do this every year. Yeah. And so, just. You guys already you know, have so. SantaCon. Y'all get SantaCon. Like, that's a, pe- a holiday for white people for to dress up crazy. Well, yes. And run around crazy. crazy. Just take that. And you have yeah. St. Patrick's Day. I'm sure you guys dress up then. I don't go out the house that day. But I'm sure you guys dress up then. I'm sure they do. Oh, my God. They I don't just, get it. They love this shit. I know. And they won't learn. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, whatever. 
Um, is that it for church announcements? Yes, because yeah. I guess everything else is under Bachelor News, right? All right. All right. Well, moving along. Ooh, it's you know that what? time. Y'all know what time. <laughs> time for the Peter and Eric update. <laughs> Who's going first? You, me? Um, I'll go first. Mine's really yeah. short. Go ahead. Um, so Eric has news this week, guys. <laughs> Whoa. He has news. So he was he spent the week in New York City. Yeah. Um, which is cool. Did you run into him? I did not. I should have gone to Lord and Taylor though. That's, That's where they all are sponsored by Lord and Taylor. Oh really? Yeah. Um Rachel did the sponsorship of Lord and Taylor. Oh, too, they did. They did a whole mm-hmm. thing. Her and um Joanne the Scammer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had like parties there and stuff, whatever. He's being seen a lot with Demario, which makes me very uneasy. He's doing. He's out here with Demario. Yeah. Like, bro, you in the top three? Come on. Yeah, Eric. What? But That's I guess they're not, not friends with Peter then, because they were in, the, in New York at the same time. Okay, maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. But why Demario? Why, why Demario? Eric? Why is Demario in your circle? That's right. not a good look. It's not. That's definitely not a good look. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, um, but and besides that. I, I truly thought that I was going to have to break up with Eric because he does the one thing that I hate the most what? in men. He gets mani-pedis. You do hate that? <laughs> you all don't even know how much I hate men in the nail salon. Oh, I can't stand it. Oh, just a man sitting in my place of solace and just the place for women to all converse. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At my old ghetto nail salon that I went to, I remember there were two drunk white girls came in there with paper bags mm-hmm. with the beer in them. Oh, God. Talking with the Asian nail tech and the Dominican lady who was getting her nails done. All community. Uh-huh. It's a community of women. Okay. And then you with your big old funky foot come in there <laughs> talking about whose chair is, you know, how long's the wait. Oh, your big God. funky foot to Ew. be in the same chair as me. <laughs> oh, I can't stand it, you guys. I can have a whole podcast episode about it. I can't stand oh, it. God. And I thought, you know what, Eric? This is the end. So he posted a video or a picture or something? Numerous. The... Oh, yeah. He gets them like every week. Oh, oh this is like a week no. of this. Oh, yeah. Oh, huh? goodbye. Oh, yeah. No, that's too much. <laughs> but I don't even do that. I know. Right? <laughs> but he has redeemed himself. He um, is now going on like little college tours where he does fitness classes. Whoa! Isn't that cute? Little college boot camps. Yeah, little boot camps. Oh, that's cute. Nice yeah. little niche, little niche market. Very. <laughs> and then he was watching The Bachelor with them today, Aww. with the fitness class. Oh, I know. That's a good one, isn't Eric. it? That's a good one. Very smart. He could ride that out for a while. Oh yeah. He could definitely. He could hit up. He could go all over the country with mm-hmm. that. That's a good one. And he was at Colgate. That's where's that? That's up in upstate, upstate upstate New York, yeah. Yeah, but that's like a solid school. Yeah, that's a legit ass school. Yeah, running a boot camp there, yeah, you make some good money mm-hmm. and do a little viewing parties, yes. sign some autographs, take yes. some pictures. Right. All right, Eric, I yeah. see you out here hustling. Mm-hmm. Nice. So we're back together now. <laughs> <laughs> Broke up at the nail salon. Now you're back. Jeez. <laughs> What's up with Mr. Peter? Uh, uh Mr. Peter. Uh, my husband, who was in the doghouse last week. I know. And still get the side eye. But, uh, you know, I still love him. 
<laughs> he's not up to much. He did a couple of interviews and stuff this week. Mm-hmm. He um, did a little interview with Us Weekly where there's everyone is still obsessed with why he's not on Winter Games. Because yeah. we're all, everyone's still sad. Because everyone's pissed, really, that yeah. we're sitting here now watching Ari, Ari. as The Bachelor. One everyone wanted to see Peter. <sighs> so now his second chance to be on the franchise, he also turned down. And yeah. everyone's like, what the fuck? When do we get to see you on national television again? So he basically said in his interview that, like, look, reality TV is just not something I want to pursue right now. He said for him it has to be, like, the right opportunity at the right moment. Because he was saying how, like, his biz- like to go on these shows, he has to put his business on hold. Yeah, he works for himself. No work, no pay. Mm-hmm. So he has to, yeah. has to work out for him exactly. So... Mm-hmm. But he still keeps he he's being strategic because he's not mm-hmm. shutting any doors. Oh, right, exactly. He keeps the door open. He keeps the door open. Yep. If they come to him next season, it's the right time. <laughs> you know he's ready. And the right outcasts from Ari season, right, are still ready. Are still ready. Then you know it's good. So he's not saying no. He's not saying them. It's not impossible. Yeah. He's just saying not right now. Okay. And so that's it with uh with Peter. Okay. Nice. We have some other just Bachelor Nation news. Yep. Bachelor Winter Games, y'all. Yay! Next week, Yay. it's going down. Mm-hmm. Um, they've posted some pictures of the cast. So you can go on abc.com's, uh, abc.go.com website, mm-hmm. and you can see um, who's going to be on the American team. They can see some of the pictures of the international teams as well. It's interesting to see these people from like look yeah from he's so we got who's that Benoit from Canada okay fine very <laughs> look and looking very tall and strapping tall, in his yeah tall strapping mm. Canadian oh no we got Courtney from Australia why his name Courtney I know oh no not doing Courtney. the Aussies good Kevin from Canada Kevin looks wild crazy insanely problematic. Yeah, he looks like a frat star. He looks like a frat star. He looks like if he smiles at you the right way, he'll ruin your whole life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right? He looks like when people, um, you know, when people, white people say like dreamboat. Yes. Dreamboat or a Absolutely. hunk. Yeah. Those whack ass terms. He looks yeah, like one of those. He does. Because um, I, I think he's cute. He's cute. And I think he's way cuter in person. Yeah. He looks like that's a bad photo of him. Kevin is cute, y'all, but... I would go for Benoit. Oh, one Benoit Benoit's looks getting it. way more personal, like yeah. personable and friendly. Kevin looks like no, like looks like trouble. Kevin looks like he'd fall for Lauren B in like a heartbeat. Who's the one who's on here now that we hate? We can't stand her. Lauren B. That's Lauren B. He, him and Lauren <laughs> B would be perfect. Would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then oh, we got nice. some international ladies. New Zealand's represented. Finland is represented. Very cute. Mm-hmm. Finland. Oh. The UK. She, she looks, looks annoying cute. as fuck. Yeah, she does look annoying. <laughs> she's she's going to be annoying as hell. Yeah. New Zealand again. Sweden, Whoa. y'all. Sweden, you guys. Sweden, y'all. Sweden. Ooh. What's going on with your Restylane in Sweden? What's going oh on with the needles? Where Kylie Jenner is her yeah. her uh, inspiration. Her inspo. Wow. Slash a sex doll might be an inspiration. <laughs> she looks like a blob, dog. Yeah, she does. Lips are doing too much. Oh my goodness. Rebecca from oh. Sweden as well. Sw- Sweden, what's going on? Sweet, she looked like she put a crimp, what do you call it? Crim- a crimper. A crimper on that hair. Yeah. Didn't know that was still a thing past 93, but all right. <laughs> Australia. Oh, she looks pretty. No, she don't. <laughs> I was about to say, she, the Aussies are not doing Australia well. 
Yuki from Japan. All right. Yeah, Yuki just looks white, guys. Yuki looks white. She does weird. not look like she's from anywhere in Asia. And Zoe from China, just, you know, rounding it off, looking nuts. Looking <laughs> a mess! I mean, I don't want no beef with China. I'm sure you guys are listening secretly, but... Lord. Yeah. Anyways, you guys, go look at the yeah, pictures. Yeah, so you can see what we're talking about. Yeah, email us. Let, let us know who's your fave. Right. And so that'll be next week. We will... Announce on our Twitter what our schedule is going to be. Yeah, it's a lot, you guys. Because we have the regular Bachelor, and then we have Bachelor Winter Games, which is Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of content. Don't know what we're doing yet yeah. in terms of releasing our recaps, but we'll let you know. Also, side note, happy Black History Month, everybody. Happy Black History yes. Month. Can we drop a bomb there? Yes, Something. yes. Let's have a bomb Yes. There. Happy Black History Month, y'all. <laughs> All right. Um, last piece of Bachelor news, which was driving Twitter crazy over this last week, <laughs> our girl Becca, short hair Becca M, was apparently reported missing in California? <laughs> what the fuck? That was, this is one of the craziest stories I've seen. Yeah. So a picture went viral of Becca. She was on a missing persons list in California. And somebody came across it and was like, um, ain't that homegirl from The Bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> like, contacted the Humble County Sheriff's Office to, like, get her off the list. So the story goes that her mother reported her missing back in November, November 12th. Um, Becca told her mom that she's going to go work on a marijuana farm. <laughs> Which is just very California, I feel like. <laughs> It is. There's literally an episode of Bob's Burgers where they go and they say they're on a blueberry farm and they mm. accidentally work at a marijuana farm. What so Becca is literally living a Bob's Burgers episode. Bob's Burgers episode. <laughs> Told her mom she's going to marijuana farm to work. Her mom tried to contact her, couldn't get in touch for about six days. Oh, wow. Finally, on the 18th, her mom reported her missing. Yeah, absolutely. Like, what the fuck? And then later that evening, Becca reached out to her mom. Okay. So all was well. She hasn't really confirmed much of the story in terms of, like, where the fuck she was for six days. Yeah. Was she on the farm? Was she not? Like, why couldn't her mom get in touch with her? Like, what is that about? Mm. Why Mm. is your mom tracking your every move like that? As if you're a grown, not a grown-ass woman. But she ain't, because she's 22. (laughs) But all right. Oh, man. Um, But yeah, all is well. She's been removed off the list. Yeah. Because she's clearly not missing. Yeah. So. And that was it. All right, so let's get into this episode. Let's get into the episode. We're in Paris. Yay! Initial thoughts. Initial thoughts is ding dong. The witch is dead. Yes! Crystal is gone. <laughs> Finally. Woo! Oh my god. Oh my god, that was awful. Yeah, I really couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, it was too much. Couldn't too do too it. much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Natasha psychic. What? Because last week you predicted that Jacqueline would be the dark horse. Uh, and she I was. Did. I did say that. Yep. Yep. I felt mm-hmm. it. I felt it in the, my spirit. You did. And you were correct. Yeah. And um, Ari is as dumb as he looks. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my initial thoughts. Dumb as rocks. And he's confirmed to himself. That he's right. That's what I'm saying. He's uh, confirmed that he's as dumb as he looks. Not the smartest guy on earth. Oh, boy. My initial thoughts, I was very happy to see less Crystal, even though we still got a lot of Crystal, mm-hmm. but less Crystal and more of some of the other girls. 
fully got to see Jacqueline, finally. Yeah. Lauren B, we got to see more of her. Oh. Oh. I mean, I guess if you call that more than more of her. That's true. We really guess, hear much. Not really. <laughs> um, we got more Kendall, mm-hmm. a little bit chill. So we got to see finally some other girls. Yeah. Besides the fucking crystal every five seconds. Mm-hmm. Other initial thoughts, which is a little bit more of a prediction, but whatever. Becca, short hair Becca. Yeah. She's going to hometowns. Sure, Rebecca's going to the and she final might win. Two. Yeah, <laughs> sure, and the bitch might win. Exactly, because he is in like oh, in love, falling in love. Falling the way he looks her. at her is unlike he looks at any of the other girls. Uh-huh. And it's only he's only gonna continue to fall for her. Mm-hmm. So she's for sure making it very, very, very far. At least hometown. At the very least. At the very least. It, this was the same thing with Joey and the scammer and Rachel. Yeah. She would be looking at him and yep. hugging him and all yeah. over him way differently than she was than anybody with anyone else. else. And he ended up winning. Mm-hmm. So Becca, she has a real shot. Yep. All right. Um, so anyway, so we're in Paris. Yay. We've made it to the most beautiful city in the world. And we have 10 girls left. Um, Becca... Kay. So they show Becca K. Who, when I saw her, I was first had to ask, "Who is this?" I don't remember her ever. You never remember this. I poor never girl. remember Becca K. So sorry, just had to say that she was there. <laughs> they um they board this like ship. Yeah, like a ship hotel. Ship hotel that they're gonna be living on, which is very very interesting. Scary. Yeah, it's yeah. just this giant ship. Um, and while the girls are running around the ship and, you know, exploring their new home, we have Ari and Chris Harrison, who are sitting just having a little chat, mm-hmm. and Ari's saying how he can really picture his life with many of these girls, and he's getting very anxious, and he knows that the dates are getting very important, and he needs to choose the dates wisely. Which is so interesting, because all of them have very different lives. All the girls, yeah, they're all very different. Like all very different and very legit. This is yeah. like one of the probably best groups of girls in terms of like legitimacy, <laughs> legitimacy. right? Legitimacy, <laughs> not like women. this girl's like a model and this girl's right. like a whatever. Yeah. Like besides Becca, who lives at home, and nannies. Everyone else is Jesus. like a together grown ass woman. Yeah. So he knows the quality of girls he has, and he's starting to you know he's starting to feel it getting real. Mm-hmm. Um, back on the boat, the girls, Jacqueline and Kendall are desperate for a date at this point. Yeah, they are. Because they still haven't had a one-on-one. Jenna, as well, hasn't had a one-on-one. I know, my girl. Um, Crystal, meanwhile, is feeling anxious as well, because she knows she has some making up to do mm-hmm. after her straight bullshit <laughs> that she pulled. I don't even know what that was that she was trying her to do. Her tantrum. Her tantrum, like a fucking toddler mm-hmm. last week. So, Chris Harrison pops up, lets them know they have four dates this week. We have two Mm one-on-ones, one group date, and one two-on-one. Ooh, baby. Which you know always is some crazy drama. Mm -hmm. Some craziness. Somebody posted on Twitter, um, like, little screen grabs of the last four two-on-one dates. Oh, From, like, Bachelor, Bachelor, Prior. There's been some epic two-on-ones. Yeah. Some ep- like, this one was good. I wouldn't know if it was epic. 
No. But there's been some epic ones last last season with Lee and Kenny. That's what I'm saying. Last season, my last two-on-one that I saw, both of them niggas went home. Who? Lee and Kenny. Lee, and, Lee, Lee went home? No, Kenny went home that, uh... I think she sent Kenny home. She was like, you miss your daughter too much. This is OD. Yeah, she he did go home eventually. I don't know if it was on the... He got the date, though, and oh, he Lee the got date? left behind. Okay. But then he probably went, I think he went home soon after. Like at the cocktail ceremony, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, He yeah, went I home like so. that same episode, Yeah, I think. it was pretty soon. So that was pretty epic. There was another one. I forget which season it was, but it was two girls on a beach. And they like left, the, the girl who didn't get the rose got like stranded on the island. What? There's like an episode, there's like the footage of them like, I guess, riding off in a helicopter. Yeah. She's like on the island. Like, oh by my God. I forget. Who, I have to go back and look at the picture. Y'all might, if you're a bachelor, like Stan, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But yeah, they've, they've done some pretty epic oh, two no. on one dates. So I was very excited to see. <laughs> um, so anyways, they bring out the date cards. Crystal, she's psychic because she said she already knew she was going to be on the two on one. Yep. Mm-hmm. She already called it. It was just a matter of who she was going on with. Yeah, basically. Um, but anyways, Chris drops off a date card and it's for Lauren B. (laughs) Bored to tears already. The only two noises that I have her silence Silence and snoring and snoring. And she gets the the date card. It says Tombe Amoureux à Paris. Fall in love in Paris. Oh my god. Even the day car is boring. Boring. <laughs> and so yeah, she's going on the one-on-one date. Um, she hasn't gotten one yet, so I guess it's fitting. Crystal, of course, always has to give her two cents. And she says, you know, she doesn't really see it with Lauren B. Lauren um Ari is, you know, he's looking for is a strong woman. Yeah, she keeps saying that. She keeps saying that, and it's pissing me off because she's saying as if she's the strong woman. Yeah. When she is probably one of the most insecure people I've ever seen on this show. Yeah. And she's a pain in the ass. (laughs) So, like, she's equating being strong and, like, you know, being a challenge for the guy. Yeah. As what she's doing. (laughs) And what she's doing is just being annoying as fuck. Right. And insecure. Yeah. So, like... Stop with this like analogy that you're trying to paint, and then put you in the box of like yeah. the strong, and it's it's not it's not working. No. Anyways, Lauren B's date is about to start. Ari comes to pick her up. She's wearing. You... Oh my gosh, she's you guys. She's wearing that thing that everybody's wearing from uh, Romwe. It's sold at like a lot of different places. It's always in like the internet ads. Like, always, on the always yeah. necessary clothing. Mm-hmm. It's everywhere. Maybe a little Fashion Nova. Maybe even Fashion Nova. It's like one of those outfits. And it is completely made out of polyester. <laughs> there is not a stitch of cotton oh, in Lord. there. She probably wore that one time and threw it in the river. <laughs> you can't wash it. It's like shattering to smithereens yeah, by the end of the night. Seems apart. Seems falling apart. Oh god. Sorry comes to pick her up and they go off on like a little mini boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ari just with all the generic foolishness. I was saving the state for you. You ain't saving shit for nobody. For her? Like, what? What? You don't know nothing. You literally do not know anything, anything. about this girl. 
to be talking about, I crafted this date especially for you. You don't know anything about her. None of us do. And if he did craft this date especially for her, I'd be offended. Because all they did was walk around and go to dinner. Yeah, that's true. That's not anything special. Not, nothing um, yeah, creative there at all. No. <laughs> Speaking of walking around, they were walking around in pure silence. Total silence. Total silence. Anytime he pointed out anything, like, oh, look at that cheese, or look at that, <laughs> look at that building, it's so pretty. All she said was, wow. Wow. Like, girl, wow. yeah. This is her first time in Europe, I think. I guess, but like, you don't have nothing else to say but wow? Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. To the cheese, wow. <laughs> to that beautiful building, wow. So, like, everything was wow. Mm-hmm. She had nothing to say. Just so boring and like I get I get being nervous mm-hmm. but also as you said this isn't a date with a whole bunch of hoops and whatever yeah. you're just spending time with this person right. talk yeah it's just a conversation <laughs> what is there to be so nervous about I don't get it oh I don't God. I don't get the lack of uh, communication skills from, yeah. from from Lauren B um Ari also noticing the silence mm-hmm. and said in the confessional, he's like, I'm not sure if she's even into me. Mm-hmm. Like, he's getting nothing from her. <laughs> so he doesn't even know where she stands. He doesn't know if he's doing well. Like, right. he doesn't know what's going on. So they finally sit in, like, this little park area to, like, have a chat. And Lauren's first question is, so, you know, how's everything going since last week? Why is that your first question? Just so unprepared. (laughs) And isn't she 25? I guess. For someone who's 11 years older than you, you don't have more questions? You don't have all the questions in the world for this guy? This is your first one-on-one. Your first question is, how are you doing after last week? (laughs) Like, come on. Boring. Um, And Ari's just, yeah, he's like, she's just so quiet. He's Mm -hmm. like, I just haven't, I know we haven't had enough time. But we have had all day, so... <laughs> he said something like that in his little yeah, professional, like... Yeah, funny. I am trying here, but, yeah, I don't know what to do with this mm-hmm. one, because she doesn't talk back. Back on the boat with the girls. They, too, are talking about Lauren and how she is very slow to open up. Mm-hmm. Tia said some like, you know, we want to cheer her on, we hope she comes back home, but... I was like, hold up. You hope she comes back home? Yeah, stop it. Like, I know y'all are all friends and stuff, but, like, don't do that. And you're friends because you have to be. Right. This is friends for the circumstance. Yeah. (laughs) Like, this ain't your home, girl. Mm -hmm. Relax. You don't want her to come home, actually. Stop. (laughs) Stop with this. Um, So, while they're, you know, chatting about Lauren, another date card arrives. Mm -hmm. And it's a group date. And we have Becca K, CN, Becca M, Tia, Chelsea, and Jenna, which leaves Jacqueline, Crystal, and Kendall left mm-hmm. for the possible two-on-one. We know it's going to be Crystal. Crystal yeah. knows it's going to be Crystal. <laughs> so we're just waiting to see Jacqueline or Kendall. Yeah. Who's it going to be? Back on Lauren B's date. Yeah. It's time for their romantic dinner. Her dress was cute. It was. It looked so horrible when they were walking down the hallway. It just looked hallway. so plain. Because it, it looked like it was black. It was and I was plain. like, oh my <laughs> god. 
But it wasn't. It was like a burgundy velvet. So yeah. Thank God. And it fit her very nicely. It did. Yeah. Cute little yeah, it figure. It was nice. Um. So Ari is. He's like, look. Look him into the confessional. <laughs> He's like, this dinner is, ma-. like, he didn't say this, but he's like, this dinner is make it or break it. Yeah. Because homegirl hasn't said two words all day. Mm-hmm. So I need to see what this dinner is going to be about. Yeah. Which is what he said in a nutshell. <laughs> um, and so he tries to, like, reassure her mm-hmm. to, like, try to open up. And he's like, you know, I, I could see you were overwhelmed, you know, today. Um, but, you know, there are little moments I, I see of you that I still really like about you. I would love to know what those are. I would, I am dying to know what those are. <laughs> what little moments? She gives you nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. She doesn't even give much facial expression. Like her, no. her face is very blank. Mm-hmm. So like, what are these little moments that you're seeing? Please point them out for us. Mm. Help the viewers. Because yeah. we're not, I'm not seeing much mm-hmm. at all. Um. So then Lauren B, you know, this is her version of opening up. Mm-hmm. She's saying how, you know, every relationship she's been in she always puts the person in the friend zone for six months or so because mm-hmm. she just has a harm a hard time trusting and i can relate to this mm-hmm. i had a really hard time dating in from her age right like 25 mm-hmm. and up mm-hmm. because previously i had only dated men that i knew mm. from like childhood or like whatever kind of group or whatever mm-hmm um, and so I had a hard time, like, just meeting a guy, having chemistry, and then going on a date. Yeah. Really hard time with that. Mm-hmm. Fair, I was, like, fair very enough. afraid and, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what his deal is, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can understand that. That being said, I did not try out for The Bachelor. <laughs> so. <laughs> Thank you. So. Thank you. Because what she's talking about, what you're talking about is, like, trust issues. Trust issues and also growing up. It, yeah. That's part of just like dating out of adulthood mm-hmm. and out of like whatever social situations your parents have set you up in mm-hmm. and growing into your own. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that on The Bachelor? Right. <laughs> right. Because you're showing up on a show, not even only with just trust issues, mm-hmm. which most women have yeah. trust issues because yeah. men ain't shit. So. <laughs> So it's not even just showing up with, like, regular trust issues, but it's, like, you're signing up for this show, which is a very weird, like, social experiment Mm -hmm. where you know you have to open up fast and this, that, that, whatever. You can't bring the the trust issues and still operate as if it's the real world where you can't keep your guard up for forever. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Have the trust issues, but you have to know, I need to open up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And she ain't doing that, so. So that's her, you know, trying to open up a little bit. My man Ari, though, backs <laughs> it up with the craziest Drops story. Drops down some bombs. Some straight bombs. Oof. So he said his most serious relationship was that woman that he was with before Emily. Mm-hmm. He, he mentioned this before. They lived together. Mm-hmm. And she had two kids. And this is back when Homeboy was like 29, 30. Yeah. Which is just wild. Then he tells us that she was pregnant with his child. Pregatone. Pregatone. Mm, mm, so he mm. was about to have two stepfathers, two, two kids. Two kids, and then another, another one. Another one. Like, wild. Um, but it was around the same time where he was, like, heavy into his racing career. Mm-hmm. So he had to leave for a period of time to do some traveling and whatnot. 
And he said that while he was on the road, he got a mess a message from her. Voicemail. I hope he she called. I hope she called him. And this oh wasn't a god. text message. Oh my god. Passenger pigeon foolishness. <laughs> where she basically told him that she unfortunately lost the baby. And when he comes home, she won't be there. Like, what? What? I want to know more. Me too. What happened? Alright, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> yes, because you did something. Yeah, hell yeah, that nigga did something. Please. Well, I'll put it past. I don't not trust Ari no longer. Yeah. So he did some trife shit. And I'm trying to think too. I'm like, okay, he's 36 now. That was maybe, what was that? Five years ago, right? He was like, this was before Emily. Before Emily. He was like 30, 29, 30. 29, 30, right? So what was around, right? Facebook. Facebook was around. Did she she see something on Facebook? Facebook. Because he's traveling. He's Mm -hmm. meeting girls. He's meeting girls. Maybe, maybe. You know, don't date athletes, ladies. Any kind of athlete. Any kind. Even a nigga who just drives. Even, exactly. (laughs) Because there are groupies. Everywhere. everywhere they on the basketball court they're yep. on the racetrack <laughs> oh my god they are everywhere Ugh. so that's why she saw some fuck shit on his on his facebook i mean that's what i'm assuming in my head because mm. why would you if you went through a miscarriage and he was traveling you wouldn't wait to come back home to break up with him right like he had to be doing something crazy trifling or even she's going through the grief of losing a baby and she right. doesn't want him there to it, support her exactly she's like look i lost the baby and <laughs> fuck you see you never <laughs> so that means he did some craziness yeah she didn't want to be around him at that time which mm-hmm. is such a hard time to be right. through he didn't tell he didn't give us all that backstory i know i'm not just he, speculation right he did uh he did drop that little thing on us though um and lauren b Again, she's trying to open up. Yeah. She's like, you know, thanks for sharing. And she says she's... <laughs> she She's really just been terrified to tell him anything. And she details how her, her parents have been married for almost 30 years, but it hasn't been an easy marriage at all. And she's basically been, I guess, caught in the middle of their... Whatever they're going through. Mm-hmm. Their, their marriage. Um, and then she also revealed that her latest ex, she was actually engaged to, um, but he basically started treating her like shit. Yeah, I got engaged. Fuck niggas do. <laughs> That's the theme of today. Niggas ain't shit. <laughs> he started treating her like shit, and basically since then, she's just been super guarded. Mm-hmm. Um, one little redeeming moment for Lauren B. For okay. me. Like, during this little moment. Where she, you know, she's starting to cry and stuff like that. I can always appreciate someone who's, like, very self-aware. Yeah. She's very self-aware about That's true. her being closed off. Yeah. Um, and she, she basically, she's, like, very upset with herself that she can't open up more. Yeah. Like, she's, she's trying. Yeah. She ain't, she ain't saying shit, damn, but. this is her trying. This is her trying. God damn. She's really trying. It's really hard for her. But I could appreciate her. I, could, I always appreciate people who are self-aware. Yeah. Because most people in this world are not self-aware. It's <laughs> very true. They completely just operate being assholes in the world yeah. or annoying as shit and don't know how they come off. So she's very aware of who she is. Yeah. Um, that being said, I still need you to talk. Right. Yeah, you can't just be walking around Paris. Paris! Yeah. And not saying anything. Not saying anything. Yeah. Because there's some other girls in the house who are, like, bearing their soul. Mm-hmm. And you have... For however reason or whichever way, made it to Paris. 
having not said jack shit this yeah. whole damn time. It's like part of her strategy almost. I guess. To, it's almost like she's now the mysterious one. Oh, God. It's getting ridiculous, though. Because we're in Paris I and know. it's weak. What, like, hometowns are not that far away. Yeah. And you're still struggling to open up. Like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. You knew what you signed up for. Stop. Stop with this. Yeah. So, anyways, date Rose comes. And she gets this pity ass date Rose. <laughs> and this, for the third week in a row, was my Becky of the Week <laughs> <laughs> moments. Lauren B got Why you gotta do that to Lauren B again? she is a Becky if I've ever seen one. Yeah, she is. This shit got this pity ass date rose, which for me, I don't know how else to call this, but white blonde woman privilege. (laughs) It is. No, it is. Because this, her getting the date rose was like the very definition of doing the absolute least and still getting rewarded in the end. Yep. Which is just... Ain't that how white privilege just works? Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> that is exactly how white privilege works. Could you imagine oh, if even God. Bibiana didn't talk? Oh my... Can you imagine? Yeah. No way. No CN way. could have never survived a date in pure never. silence. And then got a, a, a rose at the end. Never. No other person in this house could have done this. No. But this generic ass... Becky of the week. Becky of the I don't know what else to call her. She's about to be Becky of the month. Be- she be- <laughs> if we go there next week, if she gets another one from me, be she's of Becky of the month. For that, what'd you call it earlier? Just straight white mediocrity. White mediocrity. Mm-hmm. Getting rewarded for doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> I can't. I can't. So that was that oh, date. Man. Any thoughts before we just move on? I literally have no thoughts. Nothing no happened. Thoughts. Moving I right along. Thoughts about Ari <laughs> and his trifling ass mess <laughs> right. five years ago. Then anything to say about Lauren? B. Anything. Next, we have the group date. Yay! <laughs> the date card comes and it says, "Let's." Or the date card came already. Mm-hmm. It said, "Let's all get dressed up." And the girls learn that they're heading to the Moulin Rouge, which is the birthplace of Can Can and Cabaret. Now, do you know the difference between Can Can, Cabaret, and Burlesque? Burlesque is when they're like naked in the hot tub with their tassels on their titties, right? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Dita Von Teese. Yes, I think Dita Von Teese. She's well. in like a giant like. And she. She's in a, a champagne glass, shine, usually. And she has, like, tassels yeah. on her titties. She usually like, has tassels. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's still, like, costume and a bit of nudity. Because mm-hmm. Dita takes it all the way there. Burlesque is more sexual, I feel like. Okay. Okay. That's what I, th- I think. Yeah, I would assume so as well. When I think Can Can and Cabaret, I think they're, you know, do, do, Can Can is a dance, right? They're dancing and kicking their legs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guess. Um, so their date is at the Moulin Rouge and they bring out the, I guess like the artistic director or whatever. Yeah, choreographer. Choreographer. Um, and so they're going to learn some choreography. Our girl Cien, Mm. a trained dancer. Another thing to add to the list. Add it to the list of credentials. Mm -hmm. Trained dancer. She is killing it during the rehearsals. Yep. Just, leg is just kicked all the way up. All the way up. She's been doing this for years. Mm -hmm. Um, Jenna, oh. 
My fave. She got my invite to the cookout. Me too! <laughs> at this moment? Yes, at this moment! Shanna is just dumb excited. <laughs> She's so happy. Per usual. Always. Like, literally getting the least. Yes. Gets <laughs> no one on one time. <laughs> Ari barely sees her. But she's just having the greatest time ever. Yeah. She can come to my cookout. Yes. She literally said, I don't care how stupid I look. I love this and I'll have fun. I was like, that's such a good attitude. That's a great attitude. And if you were a blonde white woman as my friend coming to the cookout you would say the same thing and have right. a great time have a great and eat time. all the food no matter how spicy it yes, is yes yes i like that she has a good mm-hmm. can-do attitude she can adapt into any situation yeah have fun she can come to the cookout kick with the family mm-hmm. and just be having a ball yep love jenna tia she's struggling oh. <laughs> tia, tia struggles on these group dates she really does oh man tia has two left feet she can't yeah. dance. She she also doesn't have the same confidence mm-hmm. like Jenna, who Jenna's like, I can just make a fool of myself and still have fun. Right. Tia's in her head. Yeah. She's like, yeah. I, need, I need to look good. Because she's in love with him. Because she's like obsessed. So <sighs> there's Tia. Um, and then they go in the back. They put on some costumes. They got all dolled up. Question of the episode. Where's Chelsea. Yeah, you guys, what happened at Chelsea? She was on this date, right? She was definitely on this date. Like, literally, at some point, she just disappeared off the episode. No clue where she Or disappeared went. off of the date, and they didn't address it, didn't... Yeah. There was nothing there. Um, so, they reveal that there's going to be a little com- competition mm-hmm. during the group date, where um, the winner of the, the date rose... So they're going to go get their, you know, nightly drinks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whoever gets the date rose gets to come back and be in the live show. Right. As one of the can-can dancers with Ari. And they get, like, you know, the extra time with Ari or whatever. Mm-hmm. So now you know the girls are all on edge. And this is what Miss Tia. Miss Tia. I feel like we have to have a talk. Oh, mm-hmm. a heart-to-heart. Oh, jeez. Because all of a sudden, after they announced that, she was like, I'll get on stage and dance. Now she got all the confidence. Now, she, now she'll get on stage and dance. Mm. You don't like to get on stage and dance. Right. Just say that. Yeah, that's fine. But she's shifting all of her everything for this man because she is, like, falling in love with him. Yeah. I don't know. Ugh, it makes me sad. Ugh, it just makes me... She's just not sure in herself. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. When you're, like, shifting and compromising and mm-hmm. doing all this, trying to fit your... Like you said last episode, like, trying to fit herself into this puzzle. Yes. Like, when you're doing all of that, that's because you're not a grown woman sure within yourself. I know. It makes me... Because it really makes me feel like I'm looking at old Justine. Mm-hmm. Trying me, to, yeah. just, you know, fit into some guy because mm-hmm. he has, like, a 401k. <laughs> Damn, girl. <and> chief. <laughs> and falling in love with somebody who you have no business even being on a date with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I think of the when I moments like this with Tia and just like in general with the girls, it reminds me that like so they go on the show The Bachelor. It's mm-hmm. like they always know ahead of time like who the guy is. Yeah. So they go on there with potentially like fall in love with this guy. There's a good chance that you and the guy don't even have a connection. Mhm. 
but you basically spend the whole rest of the show trying to force it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. really, if, if, if most of these women really were true in themselves, mm-hmm. they would exit stage left yes. on their own. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I think yeah. it becomes part of like, I need to make it through the show. I want to win. Mm-hmm. Or I like the idea of this guy. Yeah. But really, I mean, chances are for most of the girls that go on the show, you and the guy don't really click. Right. But you try to wedge yourself into it mm-hmm. and try to make it work. That's why Rachel and Peter were so important last season. Because she was always testing him. Mm-hmm. And he always aced it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was, they, were really, they were really in love with those two. And why I liked Peter too. Because Peter was the first, at least the first person I saw on the show who went on the show with the chance of you know meeting Rachel, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in the back of his mind, he knew, I might not yeah, with this girl. right. Yeah. So he was also testing her. Mm-hmm. So he was doing exactly opposite of what I said, where most girls go on the show. Yeah, and force it. And force it. He was like, I'm not forcing this. I'm mm-hmm. really trying to see if this can really, really work. Mm-hmm. And so, but people didn't like that. It wasn't. Yeah, we all know how that ended. We all know how that ended. So, mm-hmm. anyways. Anyway. Back on the group dates. So they get all, all the girls get all dolled up and they go to get. I guess their night dinner or drinks, whatever they usually do. Um, and that day Rose in there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r on that table Mm -hmm. so they know shit now or never i gotta do what i need to do yeah they're all talking they're all talking about it 
gotta get that date rose. I can go do the can-can dance. <laughs> so the first one-on-one went to Tia. Yep. Who <laughs> is reconfessing her strong feelings. Yeah. She's doing too much. It's making me uncomfortable. Right? <laughs> I don't know. When she said that she was daydreaming about this nigga, yeah. I was like, Tia. Tia. But he liked it. Of course he did. <laughs> he loves all this attention and stuff I know, he's getting. I know. Ugh. But Tia, to me, it's coming on like a little bit too strong too soon. Yeah. Like, we're not at that point yet in the show where, one, you should be saying, I have feel, or I'm falling for you. Yeah, no. So that's way too early. But she's already done it. <laughs> And then she's now, like, every date now, it's like, she has to keep saying it now. Yeah. Like, to keep, I don't know. And she's, like, she's in her own boat because no one else at this point has really said, No. I'm falling for you mm-hmm. or I'm falling in love with you. No. Not even Becca M has. Not even Becca not even M. Sure about Becca, but not even Crystal. Nobody has said it. Nobody. So she's, like, in her own boat just floating solo looking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Next up was uh, Chelsea. Well, not in the one-on-one, but she was just kind of talking in a confessional how... Oh, okay. She's like, look, I'm 29 with a child, mm-hmm. and I'm up against 22-year-old Becca. Who is a child. <laughs> Who is a somebody's child. <laughs> and so she's just feeling very insecure with yeah. her connection, rightfully so. At this point, you guys, I thought she was going to take herself home. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. We thought she was going to exit herself out. Yeah. Because she just wasn't feeling good about this um becca m got her little one-on-one time mm-hmm. ari is just all oh my god googly eyes yes that's obsessed it that's this girl googly eyes very googly eyes. oh my god it you're right it is like when rachel was with joanne the scammer yes. the way she would look at him mm-hmm. is the way that ari is looking at becca yep which is scary because joanne the scammer won mm-hmm. and so Becca's young ass might win this shit. Yeah, she might. She really might. And he's just, yeah, he's just smitten. You're so amazing. You're so cute. He's just like all into her. Yeah. Um, next up was Cien. Ooh, girl. Our lone soldier. I know. <laughs> lone well, soldier. Well, no, we have Becca M. We got Becca M. Yeah, we have Becca but M. But I'm claiming Becca M to No, we, cl- <laughs> we cl- she part of She half Mexican. She part of the yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. But Sian, she black like yes, us. Yes, so she lone exactly. soldier in that room. Yeah. Um, but she's saying she, you know, she felt really great about their one-on-one. She feels very positive about their connection. As she should, because another thing to add to the list, this girl speaks French. Spe- My girl uh, is uh, a trilinguist. Gotta be trilingual. She mu- we're gotta making be. all this up. We have no idea no, what language she was she's in Italy and Brazil. You gotta be trilingual. She must speak some other languages. She has to. Homegirl whipped out the French, uh-huh. dropping some Francais on this guy. Just bringing out all the stops. Again, just really showing how she's just way out of this dude's league. Like, so bomb. So bomb. Oh my and god, she's just amazing. In another league yeah. from all of these girls and Ari. Yep. But the date rose comes. And Ari has to give it to just one girl. And of course he picks the love of his life. <laughs> Becca M. Oh my god. My goodness. It really is the love of his life. He, <laughs> oh, no, crazy. I'm 100% sure he looks at her as if this is my one. Yes. She is the one. This is it. Yeah. My 
God. So Ooh. she got the date rose, which in my head is like a hometown date rose. Yeah. Like she's going yep. to hometowns. Mm-hmm. Like that was a solid rose confirmation, validation, yeah. like you're you're it. He said in the confessionals, I'm definitely falling for her. Yeah. He has not said that on he hasn't said that about anyone. Anybody else. He says we have strong feelings. Mm-hmm. I like my time connection, with her. Good memory. connection. He said I'm falling he said I'm falling in love with Becky. No, he said I'm definitely falling for her. I'm definitely falling for her. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. So they go to the Moulin Rouge. Yep. Becca gets full costume. Mm-hmm. Full wig and all. Wig and all. Mm-hmm. Like she's in the show. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome, by I know, the way. That's so cool. This is an amazing date. This is once in a lifetime. Yeah. Moulin Rouge is a historic it's they said the birthplace of cabaret mm-hmm. and can can and she gets to dance in the sh- that's like nuts um while she's up on stage with ari they have the girls in the side booth having to watch it oh my god that's horrible and every last one of them look pissed salty salty why do they have to watch this i don't know that was mean that was me i wouldn't stay i'd yeah. be like bachelor producer can i go especially if i was cn because cn was like she's the a dancer. dancer that's annoying to be fair, though, love Cien. Mm-hmm. Love Cien. My brother, y'all, who watches the show. Oh, yes. <laughs> Shout out to Dorian. Yes. 36-year-old, old-ass. No, man. he's not old. <laughs> Just turned 36. <laughs> Got him watching The Bachelor because of our podcast. He said he was disappointed in Cien's perf- like, little performance. Seeing as she was the dancer. Yeah. And she was really, sh- during the rehearsal, she was showing out. And, yeah, know, she was. Legs. But when they put on the costume, they had to come know, out and do the little solo. presentation. Her little solo thing wasn't. Yeah. She could have came a little. I wanted a little she more. Could've. I know. She could have just knocked a split right she through. Could've. Thank you. <laughs> put these bitches to shame. Yeah. You have all the moves. Do a little pirouette jeté. Like, yeah. go, out of ca- go out of the choreography. Go out of the choreography. Yeah. Forget the choreography. Do a little something. Yeah. But, yeah, she ain't do nothing. It's <laughs> all right. It's all right. Um, but yeah, so the girls are sitting there just pissed as hell. Ari and Becca are having the time of their life on stage. Oh my god. Behind the stage, yep. they're just like full adrenaline like rush. Stomping her up like a biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> stomping her up. Oh my god. They're making out, they're so excited, they're just mm-hmm. having all this energy and falling in love. Yep. This is what they're doing. Back at the house. Kendall and Jacqueline mm-hmm. still don't know which one of them are going to be on the, the two-on-one. They're literally acting like they're going into a pool full of alligators <laughs> and they have to fight for their life. <laughs> scared shitless. <laughs> so afraid. <laughs> oh, Lord of But that, the two-on-one is that date, though. Yeah, it it's is. It's terrifying. You're going mm-hmm. up against... They know they're going up against Crystal, who's just a nutbag. Mm-hmm. And there's a chance you might go home yeah. on that date and have to leave with, you know, homegirls sitting at the table. It sucks. Um, so they bring out the date card, and we learn it's Kendall. It's gonna yeah. be Kendall and Crystal on the two-on-one. Mm-hmm. Crystal is in her little confessionals, drunk as shit. I know. She was drunk. Yeah. At one point, they kind of showed her wine glass. Did you catch that? No. At one point, she was saying something, and kind of like dipped, and the wine glass was there. Ugh. Full. Like, Ugh. she just post up you know why because she don't have any friends in the house i know so she's that's why she, oh, they have so washed. much footage of her because yeah. she's sitting in the confessional all the time yeah that's true she's probably buddy buddy with one of the producers, producers. 
who was tasked with her, yeah, basically, right. like her wrangler, to get all kinds of foolishness out of her. So just funneling wine to her constantly. Yeah. And she just posts up in the confessional, just constantly talking shit. Mm-hmm. So she's mm-hmm. talking about she's, you know, I'm wife material. Oh, my God. And, you know, good luck to Kendall. Did you notice also that in this scene, Crystal was wearing a crystal around her neck? Mm-mm. She was wearing like a healing crystal around her neck. Oh my god. And I was like, girl. Like a evil eye. No, no, no. <laughs> like one of the ones that's supposed to help you like with your energy and you know bring good energy in and out. And it was a clear one. And I don't know what the clear one is. Mm-hmm. I know what amethyst and rose. Mm. But I don't know about the clear one. But that's supposed to help you. Right. I know it's supposed to help. And it's not one. even... Oh, it might mean bad energy it or... Might be. I don't know what that. It's be. not bringing any positivity. Nope. That's for damn sure. Mm-mm. Time for the two-on-one date. Mm-hmm. Kendall's feeling a little... Anxious. Yeah, a little nervous. Because she, she knows she's at a complete disadvantage. Yeah. Because she's never even been on a one-on-one. Yeah. And then Crystal had basically a hometown date yeah. already. Yeah, yeah. So Kendall, like, the odds are stacked against her, mm-hmm. basically. Um, they pull up to this beautiful French chateau in the countryside. Arya's standing there, looking... Oh my God. Looking like a baby Gap ad. <laughs> a baby Gap ad? Doesn't he look like he could be in the baby Gap? Yeah. That looks like an outfit for yeah. a little kid going to Montessori. Outfit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First day of Montessori kindergarten. Yes. Yeah, he had a little polo uh, button down, right? Like, yeah, khakis. Like a, yeah, khakis. It was like very just lame. <sighs> we can't expect much from this guy anymore. I know. I, mean, I know. We can't. <laughs> can't. Um, so Ari's ready for this two on one. He says, "Look, I got two girls. I got Crystal, who he had a he had a strong history with." Mm-hmm. Until she fucked all that shit up last week. <laughs> and on the other hand, he has Kendall, who has never been in love, has yeah. never been in a long-term relationship. So he's wondering if she can jump into a marriage mm-hmm. or jump into an engagement. Yeah. So those are his two girls and the two he has, like, questions about, basically. So Crystal has her little one-on-one time with him. This is after they kind of like played around in the maze mm-hmm. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Crystal goes off for her one-on-one time. Ari tries to reassure her, which I hate that he keeps doing this to her. Yeah. Like, he's stop. just feeding into her insecurity yeah. and he's making her play the game of insecurity more. More and more. Yeah. Stop doing this validation shit. So he says, you know, I just want you to know I'm not punishing you with this two-on-one. I just needed some clarity after last week. And when you say something like that to her, it's almost like it's almost like telling her, um, like, don't worry, you're not going home. Yeah. On this right. day, I just needed right. more time to clarify, mm-hmm. basically. Which is like, you didn't need to say all of that. So, uh, Crystal comes with her whole, like, you know, I just think last week it was supposed to happen. And it'll make us stronger as a couple. Oh and blah, blah, blah. Ari, his thing was like, you know what? Next time, just come to me first. Don't mm-hmm. talk behind my back. Yeah, that's he was like, you disrespected me right last week by mm-hmm. whatever mess you were saying in the bus. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. If you have an issue, just come and talk to me. 
And so Art, you know, Crystal gives her a little apology. You know, she's sorry. She won't do it again. Next time she'll come to him. And then she said, you know, I don't want you to throw away all of the color and, and texture, texture and, and depth. depth of our relationship. What the fuck does any of that mean? I don't know. <laughs> because I've heard all of those phrases, right? The color, the texture, and depth. All in one thing. Mm-hmm. To describe an art piece. <laughs> to describe maybe even a dish of food. Uh-huh. Okay. Never a relationship. relationship. One that is like barely a relationship yeah. because you are there with like 45 other women so oh she's weird she just she's a talker though she just talks yeah shit yeah she just pieces words together and she thinks they sound like profound <laughs> or like they're like inspirational and she's trying you know she's trying to push her little fitness yeah she is coaching thing mm-hmm. hence the crystal she was wearing i'm hence, sure yeah the crystal around her neck but she ends up just saying pure foolishness that and like you said stupid. even when she was talking with kendall and their one-on-one time mm-hmm. outside she just keeps making sounds like she can't stand the silence yeah i don't know if it's because so she's she drunk all the fill... time yeah i don't know what she's going through <laughs> She has to fill the silence with her nonsense. Mm-hmm. Ari took her apology as he said, yeah. I can feel she's sincerely apologizing. I'm like, okay, bro, that's your, you clearly don't have a, a good read on people. Yeah. If that's no. to you is sincerity. Mm-mm. And then Crystal, after she, this was, the juxtaposition of this was odd. Yeah. She does her apology. She comes off as a sincere woman who's very, you know, genuine about, you know, redeeming herself. Quickly follows that up with, let me throw Kendall under the bus real quick. Right. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And basically saying, like, you know, I'm just wondering why Crystal's on this date with me. I think that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I don't even think she's ready for marriage. Like, she's never been in love. I don't think she's emotionally ready. Oh, my God. Which, okay, I get I get you're on the two-on-one. Mm-hmm. And so you do need to get a little ruthless. Yeah. You got to drop little, like, hints. Yeah. Like, the other girl might not be the right one. Mm-hmm. But this was all unnecessary. Yeah. Kendall ain't do none to you. <laughs> like, you just apologize to him. Leave on that good note. Right. Exactly. That's what I didn't understand, is that yeah. you're leaving on talking about someone else. else. Like, that's not a good look for you, my, yeah. my friend. Yeah. So, she has to just drop that little two cents being mm-hmm. crystal. Kendall goes off on her one-on-one and tells Ari how, you know, she doesn't really feel nervous anymore now that mm-hmm. she's on the date with him and asks him, like, you know, how was your time with Crystal a while ago? My dude Ari, he's like, well, what Crystal has said was... My <laughs> dude even tried no, to hide it. No, no. He literally was like, what she has said was... <laughs> Your ass ain't ready for love, so... What you think? What you think? (laughs) Ari, you ain't shit. And so, Kendall, of course, had to defend herself. Now she's on the defensive, which is, like, never a good place to be in. I know. That sucks. You want to have the upper hand to, like, show your good side, and now you have to, like, defend your foolishness. So, she's saying, you know, yes, I haven't been in love. I haven't been in a very long-term relationship, but... 
you know, it's not about the time. Like, it shouldn't be about time yes. and longevity. It's about finding the right person. I love that she said that. She I wants really to find do. marriage in a person. Yes. I love that. I like that. And I really resonated with that. Me too. Because I, myself, haven't had too much relationship experience. Yeah. And I don't think that should be a disadvantage. No, I don't think it is. It's not. It's not that I'm no. not ready for a relationship or right. that I can't do one. I just haven't found the right person. Because I would be equally as worried if you told me the story that she told Lauren. Mm-hmm. Right. That is equally as concerning. Right. And that's all kinds of relationships. Yeah. That is a lot. That's a lot of experience in relationship and it was a very troubling story. Right. <laughs> it is what happened there. Right. So I disagree. I very much disagree. And I, I agree with Kendall. Yes. That she's looking for the right person, and it shouldn't be about the time, Mm -hmm. and don't count that against me. Yeah. Because she has no control over that. Kendall, though, is rightfully pissed. Yeah. That Crystal was talking the shit with her, about her, to Ari. So Mm -hmm. when she goes back to the table, she's like, I need to confront this girl. Mm -hmm. So Kendall confronts her basically saying like why did you feel the need to say what you said that i wasn't ready like why are you talking shit about me basically Mm -hmm. to tari crystal goes back to her and asks like i just like why are you here oh what so are you here just rude and Kendall's like, I'm here to find love. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I have a lot of love to give. And I came here just like everyone to find that. Don't be trying to question my yeah. motives. Like, well, it was like she was trying to paint Kendall as having, like, ill intentions or yeah. ill motive. And it's like, no. She's here to find love. Right. What are you doing here, <laughs> boo-boo, with all your foolishness that you brought on this season? Ugh. And then what proceeded next to me was very weird (laughs) it was essentially like a counseling session yeah that's what she made it kendall kendall that's what kendall made it yeah yeah it was very bizarre so she basically was saying to crystal how like she's like look i've dated someone like you Ooh, it was an interesting opening line it was (laughs) how you know in the face of conflict they you know that person says things that will hurt me Mm -hmm. um but what she's come to learn is that saying things that are hurtful doesn't mean you win it just means you hurt someone i like that i like that too but in crystal's minds that means she won to crystal yeah that's what kendall's not getting yeah yeah (laughs) yeah to crystal she's like i'm playing the game right i gotta do yeah to kendall she's like you just you didn't accomplish anything, but just hurt my feelings. Right. Basically. Yeah. Which I, I think it was one of those moments where she was like, I'm disappointed in you. Yes. <laughs> it was yep. definitely that. Mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed in you. Yeah. Um, and then Kendall was like, you know, I've, you know, you, I think she like moved closer to her she at this did. point. She no, like yeah, sat she did. all close to her. Mm-hmm. Ayan led her. And she did a whole Ayanla Van Zant yep. moment on Crystal. Mm-hmm. How, you know, you've been through a lot of pain, just kind of like alluding to her childhood, yeah. I guess. And, you know, I really empathize with you. You're a beautiful person. You're mm-hmm. perfect the way you are. And just all kind of crunchy granola bullshit <laughs> that 
Kendall, I appreciate you, but what the fuck? This is not necessary. You know what it was? Kendall was really trying to kill her with kindness, which is yes. Kendall's only weapon. Yes. Her only weapon yeah. is like how nice she is. Yeah. Yeah. So she was trying to really get at her with that. Because, mm. mm-hmm. you know, the good always prevails mm-hmm. over evil. Yeah, sometimes. Oh. <laughs> But you're you're right. That was her play. Yeah. The whole you know I'll kill you with kindness. Yeah. Crystal basically just sat there and just like took it all in mm-hmm. and was like I have no words. Yeah. Silence. That's it. That's it. Ari comes to the table, grabs the rose. You think he's about to give it to someone, and then says he needs more time. <sighs> He'll make a decision at dinner. Time for dinner. Yep. Crystal and Kendall show up first. Mm-hmm. Crystal says, you know, I want to talk to you about our discussion <laughs> slash counseling session <laughs> that happened earlier. Um, and she's saying how, like, you know, I feel like we're there's similarities between us. It's a shame that we didn't get to know each other a little bit more. Um, and Kendall's like, yeah, we have a lot in common. We just go about ways, you know, different ways of showing different it, ways of showing it. Mm-hmm. And then Crystal basically was like, you know what? What you did earlier, I felt like it was very passionizing, mm-hmm. very condescending. I don't need your advice on how I live my life, which is pretty rich coming from someone who <laughs> always has to add her two cents always. and always feels the need to give these like group toasts and yeah. group advice sessions where all the girls are sitting on the couch looking right. at her like, bitch, we ain't ask you shit. Like... <laughs> So the one time someone tries to give her some wisdom, she's like, nah. it was so, you know, condescending. And she I literally this. said, I don't even care. I was just annoyed. Mm-hmm. And that's where she got my Becky of the Week. No, oh, yep. Because what? Because you have no soul. You are soulless. I don't think you're in love with Ari. I think you want to skim him and wear him like last year's Versace. Oh. I, like, <laughs> oh. Oh my god, I just couldn't stand this moment and I just felt like it was like one of those moments at work when you're with that girl and she took your promotion. Mm. And she's like, well, I mean, I like work with that department longer than you, oh, so god. I don't really see... And you guys have the same position before, you've been doing the same amount of work, you've been putting in overtime, da 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 mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I don't even see how it's like even a competition because yeah. I worked with them before and da 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 <laughs> Even some bullshit reason. It just so took true. me back. It triggered me. Oh, jeez. It triggered me, the guys. The workplace triggers. <laughs> Awful. <laughs> so, yes, Crystal, you get my Becky of the Week for the last time. Yeah. Yeah, thank God. Jesus. <laughs> um, so Kendall's like, you know what? Let's just focus on Ari because yeah. I'm not trying to do this back and forth with you, boo. Mm-hmm. Ari comes. Crystal's talking BS. Ari pulls Kendall away for one on one, which we don't see. Bachelor producers. What is going on in the editing department? I don't know. I so many questions. Yeah. From last season with what they did with Rachel and not showing us Matt and... Oh, yeah, Matt and Adam. And Adam. Yeah. To this season where people are going off on one-on-ones with Ari and we don't get cameras? <laughs> what? That was so crazy. Who knows? So he pulls Kendall away from the one-on-one. We don't see it at all. Mm-hmm. The camera actually goes to the girls back at the house, the whole thing. Anyways... Kendall comes back and he awards the date rose and it goes to Kendall. 
And we were literally hooting and hollering and cheering that I didn't even hear what the hell he said to Crystal. What was his goodbye? His goodbye to Crystal was like, so I know you really put a lot into this. And I know that you really trusted me. But, you know, I just had to go with my heart. You know. Typical Ari. (laughs) Ari ain't shit. Mm -hmm. Ari... Crystal's gonna be a mess because he spent a whole season giving her so much validation. And yes. He says so much empty words to these girls. Yeah. Like loaded compliments and loaded. I've never met someone like you, dated someone mm-hmm. like you, and then swiftly sends them home that same episode. <laughs> so Crystal, rightfully so, is probably like blindsided. Yeah. She really didn't think she was going home. But he was saying really that kind of stuff to Crystal. Mm-hmm. specifically like yeah. loaded things to Crystal because it doesn't shock me that he's never dated somebody like Jacqueline or CN mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Does right. not shock me. And he hasn't dated, yeah. But it is weird when he says like, oh, it's so hard to be with you and not these other girls on the one-on-one or on the group yeah, dates. Like, it's so that hard. Like, that's direct stuff. Meant specifically for her. For her. It's like a tailored statement yeah. for her. Like, bro, why'd you do all that? And, yeah. then, and then she got sent home. Which we ain't complaining. Yeah, no. Because no, no. I'm tired of her voice. So she's crying in the confessional, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to feel accepted and good enough. good enough. You need to go do some work on yourself. Yeah, which is weird because that's what you do for a living. But right. you need to go do some work on yourself. You need to yourself. go continue to do work on yourself <laughs> because it's a problem if one, you can't live with some girls and none of them like you. Right. Yeah. That's that's something that you're doing. Mm-hmm. That you need to go figure that out. Mm-hmm. Two, she is clearly dealing with like deep insecurities. Yeah. But has to project this front that she's so confident, mm-hmm. which most women do. Like we all have insecurities. Yes. We have to put right. on the front. But she puts other women down in the yeah, process. In order to get herself up to right. that place. Part of her coping is trashing other people. Yeah. <laughs> which is also not a healthy place to be right. in. Crystal, good luck in life. Yeah. Go work on you. Yes. Do better, boo. Mm-hmm. Great contrast for the two-on-one, I thought. Yes. With Kendall, who's like pure of heart. Yeah. <laughs> She and is so, so cute. cute and like yeah. really just like a nice kind person yeah, it just seems like good egg yeah good egg good energy yeah. positive yeah versus crystals just full of insecurities and a goddamn pain in the ass <laughs> <laughs> so i'm glad that good prevailed yes it did done ding dong the witch is dead for real Next, we have Jacqueline's one-on-one. One-on-one day. Finally. Yep. My God, we have not seen her at all. Just a reminder, Jacqueline is 27, I think, was her age? I think so. She's a research assistant. Mm -hmm. Great hair. Amazing hair. Great hair. Yeah. And that's not even like wand curls. That's just her natural. No, yeah. That's the natural state. Yeah. Yeah. Just nice and full and wavy. Love it. Ari comes to pick her up in this little tiny red convertible. She is wearing this cute red floral maxi dress, mm-hmm. which for a second we both thought was, was Chelsea's Chelsea's outfit <laughs> from one episode ago. <laughs> why? Why we remember everyone's outfit is crazy. 
But yeah, Chelsea was wearing like a, a very similar print. Very similar. But we noticed that that was a jumpsuit. Yeah. And Jacqueline's outfit was a dress. Yeah. Either way, they're shopping at the same store. <laughs> um, so Ari picks her up in the little tiny red convertible. Mm-hmm. They drive maybe 10 minutes. <laughs> not even 10 minutes, 10 feet. Yeah. And then the car broke down, which I was like, is this part of, was this like part of it? Or I'm not sure. Um, this was my Ari can, can get, get it, it moment. moment. You too, too. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was scrolling through my notes like, God, oh I gotta find God. some some moments to give this guy. And once again, there was one frame. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. Where he had the car hood lifted up and his sleeves rolled up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's how he should be all the time. Yeah, like a, a, manly, a manly, you know, something. rugged kind of something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he got that moment for me too. Not, I didn't notice all the frame by frame. I have looks. to do it. That's how I have to pick it. Frame <laughs> by frame. I just picked, like, the general energy. I liked this moment where he could, yeah. like, you know, be a little man. And, yeah. He, cars is his element, so yes. he got to like show, you know, I look, I can fix cars and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So Ari could get it. Uh, Let's move on. <laughs> so the car is broken. He couldn't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> so no. He ain't all that good anyways. And they end up taking the taxi um, and they go to this like high fashion store, I guess. Yeah, I've never heard of this designer, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, some fancy little, fancy, you know, Paris fashion place. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets to pick out an outfit. Mm-hmm. She picks out the most boring Literally little black dress. A substitute teacher on an interview. <laughs> It, like, fit her nice, but it was so boring. Everything would fit her nice. She's, like, a double zero. I know. She, like, <laughs> girl, pick something fun. Fun. A Making color. a free dress. Yeah. Right. A color, a print, But a then cool Jacqueline's mad practical. She's like, okay, this is my free dress. Let me get something I can wear to wear anything, again. anywhere, yeah. all the time. I guess. She has some, like, research conferences coming up. You know up she and... has some PhD interviews and this and that to do. <laughs> She's like, I gotta be practical. Yep. Ugh. So that was the day portion of their day. They really didn't show anything. Yeah, no, their not day that at much. All. They were like fun, though. They were like chatting yeah. and laughing and stuff. Yeah, very cute and bubbly together. Um, so they head to dinner at this, you know, fancy little restaurant. Jacqueline is she's just dumb nervous. You I just know. tell her yeah. energy. She's like, I don't know. She's she's like trying to kiss him every five seconds. Yeah, and like, yeah. She's just very nervous. Clearly. Um, and she says, you know, I was very insecure because I hadn't been on a date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hadn't been on a one-on-one. I hadn't, now I'm just now getting my one-on-one after girls have been, you know, done established connections. And she said, you know, I was worried that I, you know, that I'm an experiment and not actually someone that you're into. Ooh, which that alone will blow you away. Wow. Very, I like the way she that said that. That was very perceptive. Yeah, her. yeah. Because she's like, are you just trying to keep me around? Because you're trying to see, like, what's it like to date, uh, like... A smart girl? Smart academic girl? Yeah, yeah, right. Or are you actually into me? Like, yeah. which is it? Ari, <laughs> which is... <laughs> That's why he's just so lame. So this dude whack. is so lame. He comes back with, you know, you're just far too intelligent for me. <laughs> and it... It intimidated me 
So I was wondering, you know, all this time how it would work between us. I just didn't know how I would interest you. My guy. My guy. Oh my god. Why would you say that? Can we just talk for a moment? Yes. About quote unquote intimidating women. Mmm. Because this this triggered me. Mmm. Okay. Because this I've it. been called that before. Really? From yeah. From guys who ain't shit in their own realm. Yeah. Insecure about their own selves. Mm-hmm. I'm out here being, you know, proud. Yourself. Myself. Educated. Right. Traveled. Exactly. Can hold conversations. Like, articulate. Like, all yeah. of that. And I've been called, like, intimidating. Like, you, I, I don't know. I just thought you were a little bit intimidating or... I didn't... Like, I've been called that before. Uh, a few times, actually. Really? Yes. On a date, and another time I remember, this is stupid, but like another time I was in a club. <laughs> in a club? In a club with my two friends, oh, no. my you, two white girl you friends. You really ain't shit. If you are intimidated by a girl in a club, yes. <laughs> you, I was you out, have nothing going on. I know. I was out with my two white girl friends who, these guys came and talked to us, and they mm-hmm. went straight for them. Mm-hmm. Or it was three gir- three guys came up to us, three okay. girls. Okay. Two of the guys went up to the girls. Mm-hmm. The other friend, who I guess was supposed to be for me, yeah. he was just kind of like waiting in the wings. I don't know if I had resting bitch face or what it was, no. but he eventually struck up the courage to come and talk to me. Oh my God. And we had a fine conversation. Like, yeah. And then it. he proceeded, he was like, yeah, I just, I don't know, I was just so intimidated when I saw you. I'm just like, what? This is not, you're not making yourself look good. Right. <laughs> By presenting to me your insecurities. <laughs> right, exactly. To to me or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. So that whole, when guys do that, like. I know. I don't know if she's the right girl for me because she's, you know, I find her a little bit intimidating. You know what it is? It's a cop out. It's a cop out. It's a cop out. Because I've been told that um, I'm scared of you. Mm-hmm. All of those little those comments. little things, yeah. like mm. that's lame. I don't mm-hmm. want a guy like that, anyways. No. I want someone who's gonna look at me. Same for you, Jacqueline. Who looks at you yes. with all your education, yeah. all your travels, all your smarts, all your wit, and all of that, mm-hmm. and is drawn to that. Exactly. Is not intimidated. Right. So when he said that, I was like, you would further confirming why you are whack as hell <laughs> and why most of the girls on this show are too Way good, too good for, you. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Lame. After that foolishness, Jacqueline reveals that she is pursuing a PhD, mm-hmm. which can take, that could take up to seven years. Yeah. It depends on how long it takes you to write your dissertation, basically. Right, so. yeah. She's on that academic track journey, and as soon as she said that, I was like, this ain't gonna work. Oh, yeah, immediately. This ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Because he lives in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. She, with PhD, she basically, whatever program she gets into. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. It might not be University of Arizona, Scottsdale, or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it might be on the other side of the country. Yeah. So as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Ari, similarly, was like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> And said how he's been with someone before where he felt that he was holding them back from their own dreams and things. Right. Um, and so I was like, oh, God, I don't know what's going to happen here. Yeah. Because it didn't seem very promising because it seems like they're clearly not on the same path. <laughs> and I really liked how she didn't give it 
how she did give up that information. Unlike a Tia, mm. who would just be like, I could just get my PhD later. Yes. You know? Yeah. I can do it after I have kids. Mm-hmm. Or I can do it this time. I can do it that time. Mm-hmm. She has a certain track that she's on. Mm-hmm. She That's what she's doing. And mm-hmm. you have to fit into that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not that hard to fit into. Right. Nigga, move from Scottsdale. Move from Scottsdale. Fuck. You're a real estate agent. Yeah. <laughs> like, Why is it that sh- the guy, a girl has to always move to the guy? I don't know. What is that about? I don't know what that is. Are you that settled in Scottsdale that you can't move for a few I mean, years for her to go? He kind of is. Cause his I mean, parents are there. Yeah. So he kind of is. But as you said, he's a real estate agent. You can do that he can, anywhere. He can work anywhere. You can do that anywhere. Yeah, Women move for men all the, all the time. time. There's so many sacrifices made. Yes. Well, men are pursuing their careers or yeah. their PhDs or this and the, that. Girls always put their lives on hold to mm-hmm. go move for them. Why can't it ever be the reverse? And not only would she be moving for you, you have the nerve to be dumb. And the... <laughs> You have the goddamn nerve to be lame and dumb as shit, and she gonna put her PhD on hold to go move at your stupid ass in Scottsdale, God, where no. you're doing real estate that you can literally do any city in the country. I, I absolutely cannot. Yeah, yeah. So the date rose comes. She got the rose. Surprising, which was very surprising. Yeah. Because I was like, he probably was like, this isn't working. Like, mm-hmm. our lives are in two different paths. I'm not living with Scottsdale. Yeah. You're on this PhD track, which he can't even seem to comprehend because he's so <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> and to be intimidated by someone for their brain, your brain's not going nowhere. Right. It's one thing to be intimidated by looks, because looks will fade. Looks can fade. But your brain, that's not going nowhere. No. no. So, all right. So, unless luck. he starts to hit the books and start learning right. something. Start reading. And get up to her level. Yep. You just always gonna be intimidated, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Whack. Gave her the rose, basically told her that, you know, they'll cross that bridge when they get there. If they're meant to be, you know, love will figure itself out kind what of thing. Fuck. Which oh my God. I like half trust I half believe in that statement. Mm-hmm. Like when 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 it's with the person that's supposed to be with, like things do kind do of like work, work themselves okay. out. Sure. But this isn't one of those, like, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Like, no, because when do you get there? When do you get there? Y'all <laughs> need to figure this shit out. You are 36. Yeah. She needs to start applying for PhD programs. <laughs> and we need to figure out what's happening. Are you moving? Am I moving? What's going on? <laughs> like, oh, none of this God. cross that bridge. That shit was not, like, set in reality. No. Either way, think. I'm excited for Jacqueline to get out of West Virginia. Is that where she is? That's where she's from, West Virginia. Oh, shit. That's why she's in love with this man. Oh, my <laughs> because God. Because she's in West Virginia. Holy crap. Jacqueline, girl, you can go literally anywhere, anywhere. else. Maybe not like a Maine. Go somewhere cool. That's why she's smitten. That's why she's so smitten. Because the dude she's been dealing with in West Virginia are lame as shit compared Listen. to Ori. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, lame yeah. as all hell. Mm-hmm. So she's dating complete duds in yeah. Bumblefuck America. Yep. God damn. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Shout out to our West Virginia listeners. <laughs> yeah, shout out. No shade. We just. Sorry, guys. We're ignorant. To, we only know about West Virginia what we see on TV. Yeah. Jane has seen on Teen Mom. <laughs> God. Um, time for the rose ceremony. Yay. All the girls come out in their beautiful gowns. Tia. Tia, though. Ooh. Ooh. Tia was out here. Shots fired. Yep. Tia had on a sequined, embellished, mm-hmm. bedazzled, 
black jumpsuit. Jumpsuit. It was a full, long sleeve, full. deep V. Yeah. Long, skinny pant. Yeah. Love a good skinny pant jumpsuit. <laughs> skinny pant. Oh, so good. <laughs> Amazing. I mainly, when I saw it, I was like, she needs one in red and white. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That was a good look. Definitely. Definitely a good look. Mm-hmm. Um, first rose goes to Tia. Yep. Next rose goes to Cien. Looking amazing. Looking nice amazing. Plum lip. Yes. Looking so cute. Per usual. Um, and then there's one date. I mean, there's one card. Jesus. Slay <laughs> <laughs> y'all. It's past midnight. Oh god. There's one rose left. Mm-hmm. We got three girls left though. Becca K, Jenna, and Chelsea. And the final rose goes to Becca K. Why? Who is Becca K? Who is Becca K besides the girl with the dresses? Right. Similar to Lauren B. I, I know nothing about yeah. this girl. Yeah. So unfortunately, going home is Jenna. Oh, her girl Jenna. My favorite. Just a, a good time. Yeah, just a breath of fresh <laughs> air. A breath of fresh air. A good time. Knows how to have a good time. Mm-hmm. We will see her in paradise. Yeah. Oh, Almost yeah. 100% sure. 100% yes. sure we'll see her in paradise. Yup. And then Chelsea. Yeah. Ooh, she was blindsided. I know. She was super blindsided. She had that bomb one-on-one. Yeah, she had a really good one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. Just last week. Yep. But Ari said if he's not feeling it, he's going to let her Send go. Send her right home. Send her yeah. home. So she's back home with her kid. Mm-hmm. And they learn at the end of the day, uh, the Rose Ceremony, that the next stop is they're going to Tuscany. Yay! In Italy. That's going to be some, that's going to be some beautiful dates. Oh yeah. Some winery dates. Some drunk dates. Some <laughs> drunk dates, some wineries, some driving in the countryside. Yep. Kind of dates. When they announced that they're going to Tuscany, all of the girls were excited. Mm-hmm. Lauren B., not Zero so expression. Much. Nope. Like, n- almost no expression on her face whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So then they kind of cut to some, like, behind-the-scenes kind of... Yeah, like, dark, no lighting. Yeah, no lighting. Yeah. The girls are all excited. They're chat, you know, kicking with each other. Lauren B's in the cut talking to a producer. So Lauren B is going through it, apparently. Okay. Allegedly, Allegedly, I mean... She's like, you know, I, I should be really excited that we're going to Tuscany, but I just, I'm just so terrified. She's just all in her head, basically. She kept saying the word clammy. That she's, like, clamming up. She kept saying, I'm clamming up. I feel so clammy. I just clam up. I'm just so, such a clam. And I'm like, girl, why? What? Ma- like, clamming up meaning she can't talk to him? Is that she can't. Uh, no. Can't open up? I think she means, like, sweaty. That's what, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> Her hands are clammy. Yeah. Oh. And then she say like she's clammed up, like she can't open. Like up. an actual clam, like her. Yeah. Oh. And she's struggling to open up. She's scared she's gonna lose him because she can't open up. All right. Blah 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 blah. All right, Lauren. All right, Lauren. That was the episode. That was it. <laughs> yeah. That was the episode. Interesting, interesting mm-hmm. episode. Happy that Crystal is gone. Mm-hmm. Um, they did show the preview for mm-hmm. next week and the season to come. Yeah. So next week off in Tuscany, there's going to be a lot of tears. Yeah, a lot of crying. They showed Becca M crying. They showed Jacqueline crying. They showed Kendall crying. Yeah. They showed Ari crying. I 
I know. Corey oh, had a tear. What is going down next week? But everyone's crying. And then for the preview for the remaining season, mm-hmm. they remind us that somebody's ex is coming back. Oh my god, we forgot about this guy. Somebody's ex who has a country accent. Yep. I'm wondering if it's Tia's ex mm-hmm. who's coming up to get his girl back. I think Tia's going to get a hometown. Let's move into predictions now. <laughs> okay. I think Tia's going to get a hometown. Mm-hmm. Her sister, brother, cousin, whatever, is going to see that she is bringing home some man and be like, wait a minute, what about Billy Bob? <laughs> and then call up Billy Bob oh and be like, Billy Bob, Tia brought home this guy named Ari. Right now, she's in wherever they're going to be. Mm-hmm. And she might get proposed to. And Billy Bob's going to be like, what the fuck? And oh. then go over and destroy Tia's life. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's a very well thought out narrative. I really right hope there. so. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it through that deep. I do think it, I think it's potential to be Tia's. Yeah. Because of that country accent. Yeah. It would be strange, though, because they've been... Painting her as the next next bachelorette, bachelorette. almost. Next bachelorette can't have this foolishness. No, so I'm not sure who else. Who else is? Well, it could possibly be Becca K. It's from Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah, this guy had like a country. Yeah, it was like yeah. Could it be Jacqueline? West Virginia? What do they sound like there? I don't know. But Jacqueline doesn't sound like anything in particular. Neither does Emily. Emily was from West Virginia as well. Uh, They don't sound like anything in particular. Not sure, but that's to come, and that's exciting. Very exciting. They also showed some clips of um, Ari meeting some fathers who had all kinds of questions and reservations. Mm -hmm. One guy was like, "What are your intentions with my daughter?" Yep. The look on his face did not look very welcoming. (laughs) Ari, because if they just Google Ari, yeah, you'll find mess. Mess. Yeah. All they have to do is Google who is my daughter dating on this show, mm-hmm. and they will have all of the questions for him. Yep. So I'm very excited for them hometown dates. And one of those guys also had a country accent. It could be Tia's it's father. Definitely yeah. a Tia's father. Oh, for sure. And the mama with the deaconess is going to come through. <laughs> oh my God, with the jean skirt. Is Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior? <laughs> with the He's... jean skirt, her Pentecostal jean skirt. Yes. Yup. Yes. Oh boy, it's coming. Oh man. Um, but that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. That's it, y'all. Nice little episode mm-hmm. for ya. Yeah, that was a good one. As always, subscribe, rate, and review. Please rate and review us. Yes. It's, we love reading the reviews, and the ratings help us, um, I guess, move up in the little rankings on iTunes. Yeah, it helps you. helps other people to find us. So it helps our community grow. Yes. Of our girls. Exactly. And you can always connect with us on Twitter. We live tweet the show Mm -hmm. and other black mess throughout the week. And other white mess like catfish. And other white mess. Yes, I do do some catfish Mm -hmm. tweets (laughs) throughout the the week. Um, So follow us on Twitter. It is uh, the number two BLK girls, the number one Rose. That's our handle. And you can email us. As you can see, we show you out in the beginning. Yes. We love getting emails. And our email is the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. Yep. All right. All right, guys. Next week, y'all. Next week's a big week, guys. Big week. Bachelor, yeah. Bachelor Winter Games. It's going to be a whole lot of mess. A lot. Black Panther. Black Panther comes out. Shout out to everybody going to see Black yeah, Panther. Yeah, y'all got, got your tickets. tickets. For opening night. <laughs> 
We're both wearing our fur coats. Yes, we are. Woo! We're well, excited. Yep, we are. We're excited. Maybe we'll put a picture on Twitter. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.